0: Welcome to The Wonderful World of Dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com. Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from The Wonderful World of Dance, and today I'm thrilled to introduce John ZG, who probably needs no introduction for so many out there. John Z is the award winning, critically acclaimed hip hop theatre pioneer here in the UK, and he's also the artistic director of the incredible Breaking Convention Hip Hop Festival, which is held at London's Sadler's Wells Theatre, and this year is running from the 5th to the 7th of May, so we're about to hear all about this exciting festival. Hi, Johnsy, thanks for joining us.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Fabulous, how are you going?
1: I'm really good, it's a real pleasure to be on a podcast i've never been on a podcast before this ah, is my cherry being burst right now
0: well i am super thrilled that you are well i am your very first podcast um that's yeah. fantastic um, yeah,
1: so it's got to be great
0: uh, so- i'm sure we'll make it great don't <laughs> you worry about that well let's get into it then so how about let's start and tell everyone about this incredible breaking convention uh festival um, which is into its 15th year. So for those not just here in the UK, but listeners all around the world, particularly those who come to London or um, checking out the, what's happening in the, the UK hip-hop scene, checking out online, tell us about the Breaking Convention.
1: Breaking Convention is the international festival of hip-hop dance theater hip-hop dance theater meaning breaking popping locking house dance crump dance and the myriad of street dance forms developing at the moment and the fact that it's in the theater space there's going to be an intersection with contemporary dance um and classic theater ideas as well as quite new theater ideas you know release work um physical theater um, but I guess for me, the the decision was always about how do we get hip hop culture into the theatre space. So we've got graffiti artists that paint the insides of the mezzanine. We've got the DJs spinning as, you, as soon as you walk in. There's options and chances to <clears throat> really, um, I guess, break the wall, but in the mezzanine area by freestyling and dancing, and the line between performer and audience gets blurry. Yeah. Um, but it's a great thing. It's fun for the whole family. We get you know kids from three years old to you know to the elders. you know, I worry about how I say that because you know <laughs> I' them ages a little bit myself, so I don't want to put my own self in a box. but um yeah, um breaking convention is um hip-hop fun in the theater. We have artists from all over the world um but in relation to what we're going to be doing um this may it's our 15 year anniversary we have got our usual program of international artists from um france i mean it's all over the world you know and check out the website everybody <laughs> if you want to see the details of that but um yeah we've got artists from all over the place from la america All over Europe, Asia—it's incredible.
0: So this really, this festival really brings together the leading hip hop artists from around the world on, you know, one place at one time, which is like phenomenal. And for the UK, just say bringing hip hop into the theatre and around the theatre space and presenting a whole range of artists—it sounds like it's going to be a phenomenal lineup. Um, tell me how, like you mentioned, it's 15 years in, um, so this is one of the most successful uh, festivals and dance festivals, but also you know, critically acclaimed hip hop festival. How did you get started, or how did the, the festival breaking convention get started in the beginning?
1: So, I was touring my work, a show called Aeroplane Man, in the late 90s. And Alistair Spalding, who was head of the dance at the South Bank, he booked me and I did two nights in the Queen Elizabeth Hall. Um, I guess it was—it almost felt like one of the highlights of, of that tour back in the day. Um, but I remember saying to him, because I'd just been um, touring an earlier work I made called Lyrical Theatre, uh, which I created in 95. Um, and I just remember feeling like i was the only one out there doing this kind of work but i toured after i created the work and i did places like france and um particularly amsterdam and the us as well and i realized that there were other people that were exploring hip-hop in the theater yeah at the time it was you just didn't see it you didn't see hip-hop Artists in the theater. You obviously saw some, but it was framed within the context of contemporary dance and stuff. And and I always felt that that there was a bit of a division always between the idea of a hip hopper dancing on that stage, because that stage is usually you see institutionalized dance forms. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and codified dance forms, and you know classical ballet, contemporary dance, um, jazz. But even then, the jazz it's kind of like a filtered form of jazz yeah. you know the istd form as opposed to the straight up street jazz that where it all come from you know huh it's happening now but anyway mm-hmm. i think that we didn't see very much hip-hop in the yeah world. so for me it was a really uh brilliant thing because i was into theater as well i was doing contemporary dance at the same time um but i always felt that the vocabulary of hip-hop should be in the theater because it's just so unique it's so individual it's so um based upon individuality actually Mm. hip-hop dancers they all of us we have to contribute to the form we don't just repeat the form do you know what I mean? It's always we're, we're consistently encouraged in battles in freestyles to do something new with the form, you know. Um, so I always thought that um it was important to do this. But anyway, Alistair Spalding, at Sad as well I, um when he was at QEH, I said to him, it's really important that we acknowledge that there's a whole community of artists that are looking at this kind of work yeah. which will also give us a chance to develop a new audience for the work as well so anyway he got his job as chief exec at Sadler's Wells and he basically called me and just said Johnsy do you want to try this festival idea <clears throat> so um, walked away thought to myself yes let's think of a name b-boy breaking yeah it's like a breaking convention hey but we are breaking convention as well so we like the kind of double entendre of the titan as well um and then yeah we tried our first one in 2004 um at first we didn't have the money to really make it happen and then bloomberg um came about and they helped us out um and yeah We did our first festival featuring artists like the Electric Boogaloos Mm -hmm. and Tommy the Clown, um, who started the whole Crump idea um, from LA. We had uh, the Vagabond Crew, uh, Rennie Harris, Pure Movement from Philadelphia, a whole bunch of young amazing hip-hop groups from london and some around the uk so we actually the blueprint we did from the very beginning you know we had the graffiti and stuff we had the freestyle djs and everything and i think because we went hard the first time was the reason why we are here today yeah because i think sadly as well you know they took the risk because they'd never done anything like that before for me i don't i didn't think it was risky at all because I was aware of some of the names that were coming through to Sadler's Wells, and I knew that it was going to be amazing just because I know who these artists are. Um, And it was, you know, we got five star reviews in the broadsheets and stuff. And most of that was just that they were just amazed uh, what it almost probably felt like this ready-made culture that was just not that they had no access to mm. because of the cultural apartheid that there is when you look at places like Sadler's Wells and you look at what happens in the street. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think that, that I guess that was one of the things I always thought for myself being a, a theatre artist. Um, I used to love breaking and popping but the, it didn't seem like that was accepted within these contexts. Whereas the idea of learning classical ballet and contemporary dance, there was a sense that it put me in a more sophisticated place. Mm-hmm. But, but that was stupid because the sophistication of popping and breaking, I mean, you're dealing with a technique that is just so um, fresh, and powerful and delicate mm. and it, it you know, it's it's just so expressive and I just think the 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 access to the theatrical tools is basically gonna just change the face of theatre, you know? And I think we have been and we wouldn't be here for fifteen years if we yeah. didn't
0: make a difference, you know what I mean? absolutely and and you know looking back over those 15 years and you say when you when you set out you you went hard and you really you 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 gave a pl- a platform to this, you know, ready-made culture, as you say. That's just—it's an incredible platform, and hip hop is so incredible to to watch, to dance. It's it feels amazing. It's hard <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For anyone who's tried it out there. My God, it's it's difficult, isn't it? Um, really?
1: Have you tried? What have you tried?
0: <laughs> it's, I think it's quite difficult to you know for for someone who's not a professional, but um, have yeah. You tried it though. Sorry. Have you tried it? Yeah, I have. I've done my hip-hop classes, yeah.
1: Good. Yeah, Cause, absolutely. Because really, yeah, kinda... hip-hop isn't, isn't necessarily coming from a so-called professional place, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, some of the greatest dancers, um, they haven't made any money out of it, but mm-hmm. they've got a reputation maybe for battling or whatever. Um, and and in a way, it's kind of an inverse uh, way of, of, of seeing hip-hop you know what I mean? Because obviously now people are making money out of it, and it's it's yeah. got into that realm.
0: The commercialization but, um, of of the hip hop culture.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, one of the greatest dancers out at the moment, um, Battle from East London, Evion um, from Future Forms Crew. I think their name is, but um, he's been around the com- the world battling. I think he's 17. Wow. Um, he's also going to be doing Breaking Convention as part of the Freestyle Funk Forum, which is an improvised, um, theatrical improvised set um, that happens on Sunday and Monday. But we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, um, everyone is, for me, a, a great example of where we can go now, mm. you know, when it comes to the dance form and and theatrical application of it.
0: But does that uh, world touring and um, preclude him from making money out of it as a, having a, a creative as well as a financially fulfilling um, sort of life within the dance world? Or are these two things in sort of contrast in, uh, with each other?
1: Well, I do
0: – I mean, I'm
1: not really – I'm not part of the battle scene. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily – um into that part of the culture. But mm-hmm. what I do see is lots of groups coming together and presenting some of the best dancing that I've seen. Mm. And the goal is for maybe a decent first prize or second and third. Mm-hmm. And that money will get you so far. Um you know, and that prize money varies, you know what I mean? I've heard about mm. you know, ten thousand wow. uh, pounds and I've heard about, you know, a T-shirt, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it really varies. But I think what rings true most of the time is that, you know, you'll get really good dancers at these events, you know, really honing their craft um, and getting their names out there internationally. And I'd like to think that that will lead on to careers. Mm. At the moment, I think that they're limited to um winning competitions mm-hmm. teaching classes mm-hmm. doing workshops mm-hmm.
0: um and,
1: and th- the occasional video or whatever yeah know, but, but i think it's tough out there to make money
0: yeah no. and i think um festivals like breaking convention actually mm-hmm. perhaps provide a legitimate um, uh, and ge- a sort of genuine and um, platform for these dancers to be able to feel that they're um, able to be um, I'm just trying to think of a way to sort of phrase it sort of bringing that that culture hey. into the into the onto the main stage you know in a sort yeah. of legitimate way but in a genuine way as well without losing part of of one to become part of the other
1: yeah this is true and I mean for me as a hip hop artist who's been practicing his work on the theater space, Mm. I feel completely um, um, full as a hip hop artist. I don't feel as though I'm doing something that's outside of hip hop culture to, 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 to feel as though that's the the validation comes from, I guess my audience and a lot of them are hip hop heads, you know what I mean? As well as theater, you know? So, I think that for me it's about ways to access funds for your work. Now for me being in theater I've always believed that theater is definitely a way to get income and without necessarily losing any of your um your hip hop qualities, do you know what I mean, if anything mm. I think it adds to them. Yeah. I remember seeing one article it was an article actually it was a post online um from mr wiggles and he was talking about mr wiggles is a pop from the electric Boogaloo's.
0: yeah um
1: yeah yeah um, and rocksteady actually but basically he was saying that it's important for every dancer to do theater Yeah, and just to learn the skills that come from being in a theatrical context Mm-hmm. Um, that will help your freestyle. That will help your battling to understand how you can use character within your work. You know what I mean? Within your improvisation, within your battling. So, I think everything helps each, each other. You know? Yeah. Um, but I do think that um, dancers should look at the theatrical realm to, to 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 make money as well as to create art. Do you know what I mean?
0: And I think also from, an, from a selfishly audience perspective, there's nothing better than being in the theatre and seeing hip-hop and being part of that um, atmosphere and that excitement and in a way which, you know, might not be accessible otherwise. Um, and it's which I, why well, I think, you know, the festival breaking convention really does give the opportunity for new audiences and new people to really come and enjoy and explore hip-hop and for... Yeah, just to, you know, get more people involved.
1: Yeah, man, definitely. Um, I I remember back in the day, hip-hop being a kind of niche thing, like in the 80s. Um, And we were quite, you know, we were the weird kids. Um, There was quite a few weird kids around at the time, but we were the ones that were spinning on our heads and doing graffiti and (laughs) getting ball patches way too young as a result of not protecting your head on concrete, and I'm talking for myself. Goodness. But, um, but I would say that as a result of that route, um, I don't know, for me, the dance, it's such a vehicle for, for freedom mm-hmm. of expression. And I think that, that, that hip-hop theatre and hip-hop theatre artists should use all of their idiosyncrasies as a dancer to push their theatrical voice, because I think that's one of the things that we love in theatre is uniqueness and originality, you know? Um, And there's an abundance of that in hip-hop, particularly when you go to the battle, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Everybody's got to really dig deep to find their highly technical skills, but with a sense of originality and and character, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: I'm wondering, you know, you've been an artist around the world for many, many years now, you know, what must be edging like two decades or so. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, what do you think the vision or, sorry, what do you think the future of hip-hop is for the UK? I mean, around the world globally, you know, as we've talked about, hip-hop now is so popular. It's so prevalent in... Um, you know, embedded in the, the music scene, the, it's embedded in the, um, it's in advertising, it is becoming mm. sort of, you know, it is now quite mainstream, you know, people like me, we take a, a hip-hop class and give it a whirl mm-hmm. ourselves. Um, well, it's obviously evolved over the last 15, 20 years from, from the 80s, God, is that even longer, further away? Mm. Um, what do you think the the future of hip hop is for this country, and um, and how that compares to the global scene?
1: Well, I think um, in this country, the understanding of hip hop has grown, um, and when I say hip hop, I mean the the culture of breaking, popping. The music, the graffiti, the DJs—you know—there's um, a much deeper understanding of that, and I'm so proud to be able to see English um, street dance teams, you know, teams who do popping, breaking, locking, or multi-style battles mm-hmm. around the world and getting first place in a few places, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Soul Mavericks—I want to shout them out. Um, I just saw that they won something recently. A man like Dixon um Brooke, um Poppers, we got great house dancer in Frankie J. Um and you know, we've got world class now. B Boy Sunny. We've got world class dancers, you know, and it's great to t- out there killing it, representing UK. Fifteen years ago it was not like that. Really? I mean if I look at the time period of the breaking convention has existed, mm-hmm. fifteen years ago we did not have people Get into finals on the regular like this is happening now. It would be a once in a blue moon thing. Mm. Um from the back in the day when we as as UK we had B boys like Evo that was winning stuff. And even the roots of you know Covent Garden and, and that generation, do you know what I mean? Where Europe was concerned, I'd say that the, the UK hip hop the, the standard was really high in the early eighties. I think around about the 90s it dipped a bit but yeah trust me this 2000 period uk is is definitely um picking up and and the, and our world class right now do you yeah. know what i mean i just think yeah i think we are there now big up uk all day
0: <laughs> excellent so tell me but as it
1: relates sorry i just want to say as it relates to the global yeah massive, um what's exciting is that people are seeing some of the theatrical stuff that we're doing is being exciting and with the vehicle of breaking convention and being able to tour that uh, around the world, we've been getting a lot of American dates lately, a few European dates as well um, and just to be able to see how the UK artists work um, hits other environments you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just want to pick up Ukweli and Bird Gang right about that time and also I um, Don't, don't, don't. The names (laughs) escape me. It shouldn't do for a minute. As I said to you, I was worried about dates, times,
0: and stuff like that. Don't uh, worry. You can do as many shout-outs as as you like when they come to you.
1: Thank you, thank you. you. Protocol, pick them up, definitely. And Boy Blue, all day. (laughs) Okay, that was that.
0: I I have to ask, you know, 15 years in, as you say, um, and – there's clearly no stopping Breaking Convention. Um, it would be great to see uh, it become a, a global platform, um, more so than than it already is. Um, what legacy uh, are you hoping to leave, um, and what is the future for a break, Breaking Convention? Do you think or hope for?
1: Well, <clears throat> I think the main legacy for me was about a bit more balance in the theater space. Yeah. Um, a few more black faces. I mean, when I say black faces, I mean, you know, theater has had a history of being just completely European.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. White faces everywhere. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, it mm-hmm. almost felt like a place where we had no access to, yeah. you know, people of color. So I'd like to think the breaking convention can just change that up because within hip hop, you know, there aren't no none of those barriers, You know what I mean, everybody's welcome. It's all about your skill. That's all it's to do with, and about your individuality. So, hip hop naturally welcomes a very diverse group of people. You know, mm-hmm. um, so I hope that continues. You know, especially in the light of a lot of these racist ideas that are just becoming normalised right now. Mm. You know with some of the leadership that's happening around the world today, it's just terrible what's been said, you know? Um, So I'd like to think that the breaking convention and hip hop generally can maintain that level of connection between um, so we recognise that we're all brothers and sisters, we're all a family, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so in a way, it's a bit bigger than Breaking Convention. I see the future and the role of Breaking Convention has. Um, I hope that we can get to that future. Um, I see us having a, a academy mm-hmm. uh, where people can study hip-hop theatre, you know what I mean?
0: Excellent. You can
1: train in the technique and see the application of the techniques in a theatrical context. So, you know, text-based work, but from MCs and poets, um, working with, with actors and stuff and hip hop dance styles, but focus on the theatrical realm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, as part of that is a strong part of that will be training for the battle as well. You know, and I want to find a way of, Connecting theatre with with battling because I think as as a training method as well as just the culture itself, I think that's an integral part of of, of training. So you know, I'm really looking forward to to breaking that and unpeeling that, and it's great to have Sadler's as well as supporting that initiative. So mm-hmm. we should be looking at opening our school in 2022
0: Fantastic. in Stratford, excellent, East London. There's so much moving to Stratford. Goodness me, you will be parked up right next to other arts out there. You've got the English National Ballet moving out east. Um, you know, it's where it's <coughs> happening, the- isn't it? <laughs> Clearly, I not mean- their uh, natural bedfellows of hip-hop, but nevertheless.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's, it's the end, you know what I mean? It's, you know, Boy Blue, uh, they're going to have a big part to do with it. And, you know, they're from Stratford. Um, you know, I'm from both you know just yeah. the stones go away you know so for me it's a real pleasure to be able to, to feel as though you've been part of bringing our culture I don't know taking our culture to a, a different space you know what I mean um, something in which our culture can be understood and respected Mm-hmm. Um, beyond the gaze of, you know, popular culture mm-hmm. and the media that mm-hmm. sometimes are quite negative about hip hop and what we do, um, and I'd like to think that 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 what we're doing as breaking convention has been able to um, demystify some of these things about hip hop.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the the theatre space and, as you say, hip hop in in that theatre space is a great way of demystifying some of those, um, you know, misunderstood elements, I guess, um, to say. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned before that, uh, you know, the uh, hip-hop community or, you know, hip-hop welcomes anyone um, irrespective of, you know, race or background or or it's all about the skill and the ability perform and be able to, uh, become, you know, show that individual individuality. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously Breaking Convention is going to showcase all of that from across the world. But I wondered as a bit of a final question to you, what advice would you give to other aspiring hip hop artists who uh, are thinking either they'd love to participate in Breaking Convention or um, to to really make a a full career out of this um, or to move into the the theatre space?
1: Well, from my perspective and what I'm looking for Mm -hmm. is someone who has a commitment to their craft and a commitment to their idea in particular. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes I think, People, as you're developing, you you look at other works and you look at other people, and you're influenced by what they've done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What I'm looking for is when you can find your true voice, and that's usually expected as a dancer. You know, you're expected to be original. But when it comes to making a theater and understanding the theater space, I'm looking for that person that can bring that sense of idiosyncratic quality to their theatre process, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm looking for and, and over the 15 years you know, it's fits and starts you know what I mean. All of a sudden you get someone to do some amazing stuff and then after a while it's just like, ah, it just gets a little bit dry mm-hmm. um, and you know it's just about keeping that going, you know, not not settling your, on your laurels you know, keep pushing and looking for that special thing, that is what I what I'd love to see more of.
0: Fantastic! Well, it sounds like Breaking Convention is going to be bringing all of that to the to Saddlers Wells. And as I mentioned, uh, Breaking Convention is running from fifth till seventh of May. So get your tickets, SaddlersWells dot and make sure you do not miss out. Thank you so much for joining
1: us. And, and yeah, but check it out. We've got a real special special thing happening. Go on, tell us. It's the relationship that we have with another uh, brand, artistic movement that's been running for 15 years as well, and that's Jazz Refresh.
0: So tell us, tell us about this collaboration.
1: So they're a jazz music um, organisation, I guess, and and they've got a regular spot down at the Mau Mau Bar, a bar on Um, Portobello Road every Thursday and um, they basically work with small bands a variety of bands, I've seen a few acts up there that are really great all squashed into this small bar it's lovely but um, they've been expanding a lot and doing bigger gigs and I basically said look let's celebrate our 15 year anniversary with an orchestra
0: oh fantastic
1: so they arranged a jazz orchestra with the help of Um, Jason Yard, um, a jazz impresario that I've worked with for a good 20 years now. Um, And, yeah, I'm really happy that he's the musical director on that. And we've got commissions with Boy Blue Entertainment, Mm -hmm. The Locksmiths, and um, The Ruggeds from the Netherlands, and a beautiful duet between Morfasa, an amazing hip-hop dancer from France, and Ayana Witzer johnson on the cello. Um, that's going to be crazy. But, yeah, that's going to be every night at Breaking Convention. We're going to keep that program for the second half, and the half beforehand, it will be a changing program of different artists from all over the world, Slovakia, um yeah it's, it's crazy but check out the website breakingconvention.com there is no g in breaking i am the only g in breaking convention so <laughs> breakingconvention.com
0: so just one last thing before we go we must talk about the park jam tell me everything
1: oh my goodness the park jam the first time we did it was on our 10th anniversary and Basically there's a park that's very near SAP as well it's called Spa Fields and we just had a free event for all the elements of hip hop. We've got a stage where there's basically loads of rappers, we have got jazz music as well, poetry Um, In the um, basketball courts, that's where the dance happens. And we've got DJs in there. We've got circles for all different dance styles, specifically breaking and popping and locking. But we've got loads of hustling as well and where the whole crowd gets together. Um, We've also got great DJs. We've got live graffiti art as well. And we've also got a calisthenics section where there's loads of bar workouts and there's loads of people just working out. And it's such a great event. It's fun for all the family. There's food there. It's absolutely beautiful. The Park Jam at Sparfields Park this Sunday, the this 29th of April.
0: 29th of April. Wow. that sounds 12 o'clock. Like, well, that sounds like the place to be if you're in London. 29th of April. Get down to the Park Jam. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I can't wait to come down and check it out myself.
1: Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers.
0: We love dance and ballet and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and Twitter.